Spotify, no problem whatsoever. No problem. Right. ESPN, no. out of business. They can, be, they can. ESPN FC do it. wouldn't be a thing. Did you see? Did you see like their top strikers in the world? By the way, because like, ooh, that's getting people heated. Not even, not even. Gonna ESPN lie. FC. ESPN. They didn't FC. even put Alan think, in the top midfielders. No, they had Perisic at like number four wingers. Top midfielders for right now or of all time? No, right now this oh, okay. year. They Just had Koulibaly. Sure. Well, what did they have Koulibaly at number nine? think so or eight something like that yeah <laughs> they had pk higher than him that's a joke yeah you're telling me but let me tell Oof. you something I'm, I'm i'm gonna state this and i'm pretty sure everyone here can agree with me there's no center back on this planet better than koulibaly oh right uh, right, right now, now? right now N- yeah dude's on fire now and um you know what they... i've been i've been a critic of ramos I've been a critic of Ramos over the years. I always said that he was a very like overrated center back. But this year, this Champions League year, phenomenal. Phen- he had a good season this year. And everyone jumped. Or- I'm talking about Ramos. Okay, okay. So if you put Ramos as number one, all right, all right. Because I, I believe this year that he made a difference. When they, didn't pl- when they played against Juventus in the qu- quarterfinals, Quarterfinals, yeah. First game, Ramos was there. Lights out. Okay. He picked yeah. up a yellow, and he couldn't play in the second leg. What a disaster. Absolute <laughs> disaster. And you can say whatever you want about Ramos. You can say the year before and the rest of his career before that, he was overrated. I always said it. I always believed that. But this year, and it's not just from that game. This year was his best year ever. The, like right now, 2018. I want to say 2017, 2018. 2018. So right now, year, right. Seat, let's, yeah. let's just say, let's just say from Real August, a, chain, a train wreck. From August to now, no. Okay, like, he's not playing his Fair. best. But his 2017, 2018 season for Real Madrid. Not talking about World Cup Spain. Phenomenal. Yeah, and it's him and Koulibaly. In I my can, opinion, I can. I, yeah, I can. And then I could get Chiellini that. at third. That yeah, that, I think that that's pretty fair. Yeah. Oh, I did find. I did find their top strikers. It's Harry Kane in first, Aguero yeah. second, and Cavani in third. I think Aguero's the better li- than Harry Kane. The list just. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you know what, Harry? The majority of Harry Kane's goals in the World Cup were absolute bonkers. It's just yeah. foolish. Oh yeah, he scored a hat trick against uh, what Panama team? Panama, Panama. But two it was of a them joke. were two of them were penalties. I think two of them. Two of them were penalties. I believe they were two of them were. Yeah, penalties. I think so. And one was an accidental, freakish heel flick. Yeah, like no one can ever explain that. It, it, it's beyond. It's beyond the worst FIFA goal you ever seen in your entire life, and every single person that's played the game has encountered freakish goals that that one's inexplicable yeah i i don't i don't i, I don't understand espn i think players. i think aguero's better than him i'd yeah. take aguero oh, on sure. my team i would take aguero i wouldn't take him team. now because obviously he's older and if yeah. i wanted to build a team i'd probably take harry kane which he is a very good striker but he's not the best in the i would world. take cavani over kane like i think cavani can do more like if you had to build your team to win the Champions League this year, 
I would just just what you have one year to win it all. I would still take Cavani. Yeah, I'd probably take. I Cavani would take too. Cavani. Harry Kane is good. He's very he's good, good, but I don't know. So, I feel like okay, yeah. If you had to, if you had to pick a striker this year, I, I could reason with you and say, yeah, I'd take Cavani. But if you had to pick a striker moving forward, if you had to build a like your yeah, club around, Harry Kane. I mean, yeah, Harry Kane. Harry Kane yeah, Absolutely. but that I would do that if I were like proje- had a project that I was building upon. Like, oh, I'm thinking three years down the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but not like if I needed to win the Champions League this year. No. Speaking of the best players, though, the uh, Ballon d'Or results came out recently. Extremely controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people yep. aren't happy. <clears throat> a lot of people weren't happy. I know I know. I wasn't happy. I'm not necessarily happy either. I'm not happy at all. Yeah. But I did call it. I feel like I, I, oh, I am right. well, you, you, Yeah, you kind of called it, right? Because, sort of. So you had... You had Modric winning the FIFA FIFA Player of the Year award. Yeah, but I, you right. know, I don't I don't mean to interrupt, but Joe Joe and this is this this big conspiracy theory, okay? That people are saying like, "Oh, this Modric just chosen because it was to end the streak." Joe, you know, he he mentioned before, you know, I kind of want to see someone different besides Ronaldo and, and Messi, you know, break the streak, see someone different. No, it it happened. Yeah, it, it happened. happened unfortunately, it happen. whether people like it or not, that's that's how. I mean, that's how they voted. It's not. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have all the votes in in front of me. Like I don't have the numbers, but that's yeah, it. they overwhelmingly overwhelmingly for Modric. voted for Modric. I, I was looking at, at at which country voted for who, and overwhelmingly it was Modric, and I don't understand why. No, I wasn't. I mean, obviously, he had an unreal World Cup performance. I don't think anyone on the face of this planet can say otherwise. Um, there are people who would certainly say that he had a good year with Real Madrid last year. They did win the Champions League. I personally, I don't think his performance with Real Madrid last year was anything that special. I think he's had better years in the past. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I understand his role in general has never been to put up a ton of points. A lot of a lot of times, the the role that he plays is can be very defensive and, and passive. Um, but still, I don't think that he had an amazing year at Real Madrid. So putting that all together and considering the performances put up by Ronaldo and Messi, I I don't I don't see it. I don't like it. I don't I don't think that he should have won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, I I don't think so either. I I get what both of you are saying. I really do. But I can under, I understand 100%. The thing is is that I feel like this year more than any other year was the year for the quote-unquote hipster vote. So they really they really did. They did want a change from Messi or Ronaldo. And I feel like this might have been the year more than any other year aside from 2010 when Wesley Schneider got totally robbed yep that there was a significant shout for someone different you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i honestly i really hate these individual awards i really do because it, it's like you're you're nitpicking at greatness all mm-hmm. the players that were in in this list had some sort of great quality to them 
but we're just we're trying oh we're trying to vote to see you know who's like the best it's, of the yeah. best who had the best year and i i get it, it it's a popularity be, contest yeah i don't know about that not this year i don't know about this year um i know it's difficult to pick pick between greatness cuz the last 10 years that's all we've seen is greatness between two two well-deserved finalists. Oh, and Messi, me, you know me, I've mentioned this before on previous episodes and you've guys known me for a very long time. I'm a I'm not a Messi fan, but I respect his greatness and for him to just not even be in the top 3. That's what I thank you. That's what I was going to say. He's the fifth. top 3. He's got it all, the stats, he's got trophies. Yeah. The only thing you can say against him is just the World Cup, which isn't even entirely his fault. No, no. That was a... The Argentina team was yeah. was a train wreck to begin with. But it with. was a train wreck. That, that Argentinian team was a train wreck, and he still put up a goal and two assists in the World Cup, which is, you know what? In four games, it's, it's not, not messy that numbers, bad. It's but not it's messy not. numbers, but it's not yeah. bad. Still fifth place. And let's pathetic. reiterate again. That's pathetic. Let's reiter- reiterate again that this this was a voted trophy. Like people sat and voted for who they wanted to win. It, it didn't make sense to me. Didn't. So him Did. being fifth, that's bonkers. In front of Mbappe and, and Mbappe know. in front of him and Antoine Griezmann <clears throat> in third. I, I, Ronaldo you, getting second. Yeah, you could make a very very strong argument at the fact that. Messi had a much better year than Ronaldo did. Incredible, yeah. Statistically wise, yeah, you can say that. Incredible year, and so that that alone, that alone should have technically put him in front of Ronaldo. Yeah, and he wasn't. You know, well, statistically wise, you can say that, but there's one, and and I mentioned this previously on 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 one of the episodes that Ronaldo. The only thing that put that has me putting Ronaldo over Messi this year is his performance in the Champions League. Yeah. Incredible. No, I agree. Yeah. Incredible performance. The Real Madrid wouldn't have gotten it without him there. Now, if we're, if Ronaldo didn't win the Champions League, he wouldn't have had a trophy this year. No. Is he worthy of top three? Yeah. but Because of the numbers he put up. Because of the numbers he put up. Great numbers. They're not as good as Messi's, but he's got that main trophy. Mm-hmm. And who was the best player? on the winning team, who's the reason... I'm not going to say he's solely the reason why, but he's the main reason why. You take Ronaldo out of Real Madrid, they do not win the Champions League. Right. You take Modric out of Real Madrid, do they win a Champions League? Probably. Yeah, Yeah, we've definitely had this conversation The odds of them winning without Modric and with Ronaldo is greater, are, Mm -hmm. are far greater than... With Modric and without Ronaldo, yeah, you, I mean, you can see it. You can see it now. The huge gap, the void that Ronaldo's presence or absence, I should say, at Real Madrid now, it, it, they're they're lost. They're lost without him. The now. crucial goals against against Juventus in the first leg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a, so crucial. A fantastic performance. But you take Ronaldo out of the picture in that in, in that in in the quarterfinals. Juventus probably go through. Yeah, yeah, totally see that. But then here's here's the other thing that we that makes these sort of awards really difficult is that there are also those statistics that you can't really you can't quantify. 
if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like Raphael Varane having a, a legitimate shout for the Ballon d'Or just because mm-hmm. he, you know, he was still on that Champions League winning side. Play, had a good um, season. Had a good season. And he won the World Cup. And he won the World Cup. He was lights out in the World Cup. Yeah. It, that, like he, I, that, that we can definitely say. He had a great year. He came in seventh. So fine, but you like like you can't quantify his performances in the same way that you can quantify goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. You can you could give clean sheets, but that's more reserved for like I feel like that's more reserved for like goalkeepers and their stats. But the level of greatness um, that Ronaldo and Messi provide and contribute to their teams, it's just I I I get it. It's the the tackles the 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 tactical awareness of Varane throughout this entire year it was so crucial for France uh, it was crucial for Real Madrid it's great uh, we saw Chiellini celebrating a crucial slide tackle that prevented a goal and he was you see it it's like oh he is it's like he looks that's like a, a striker that that right. scored but that's a goal for a defender right it's hard it's hard to put that against players like Ronaldo and Messi because that's all they do. That's yeah. all they do. We're not in the era of uh, of Paolo Maldini and Fabio Cannavaro or Franco Baresi and, and Shireya. Yeah. You know, we're not in that era anymore. Where goals aren't pouring in like these no one's no one's has No one was scoring fifty goals, goals a like year this. like that. Yeah. I, I, I get that. So I feel like that this, like I said, this year was the hipster year for that candidate to be different, to to be the Modric, to be the Wesley Schneider, to give them that award because people were just tired and they're like, oh, they saw Modric, you know, at the World Cup and they're like, they saw his heart, they saw the way that he played and he was playing great and they're like, oh yeah, he still won the, he still won the Champions League. So why not? Why not give him that award? That I, I'm not saying I agree with it. I can understand it, and I'll say it again: this these awards are popularity contests. At the end of the day, I will always take a team award over an individual yeah. award like this, and I feel like players would too. I don't know exactly when an individual award like this became toxic is the wrong word, but I'm going to say toxic. I feel like more and more players are just gunning for this award when they should be focusing on just winning with their teams. That's that's me. That's just me. I think one of the one of the things that bothers me is the fact that you guys have mentioned the fact that Wesley Wesley Schneider did not win back in 2010. Absolutely robbed. <clears throat> Absolutely robbed. And so he didn't win in 2010. And I would argue, I, well, I, I'm assuming most of you would agree with me, that he was much, much more deserving to win the Ballon d'Or than Modric was this year. Like Absolutely. Modric won the Ballon d'Or. I can 100% agree. Yeah. Yes. 100% agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know why? Wesley Schneider was the best player on Inter Milan. He was the most important figure on that team. He wasn't the one pouring in the goals, but without him... That team doesn't make it to the UCL final. Yeah, Inter Inter does not go through. He was the heart and soul of that team that year. That was the best year of his career, and yeah. that's one of the best years we've ever we've ever seen a, a center midfielder have. Right. 
That was Inter's best year, period, I feel like, in their history, ever. And that was as good as any year Javi, uh, Xavi and, and Iniesta ever had. Yeah. Better than Pirlo. Not saying that all time that he's better than those players, because yeah. I don't think he is, I, but yeah. that I season alone was just incredible. He won the Serie A, the Scudetto. He won the Coppa d'Italia. He won the Champions League. Him and Robin were the two main players to take their team to the to the World Cup final, only to lose an extra time in a game that they should have won. Yep, to a Spanish team that had been owning European football and just like destroying opponents. To a Spanish team that is now considered the greatest, arguably the well, arguably the greatest national team ever. Probably the greatest national team ever, and arguably the greatest team ever, club and country. They came so close and. Just Schneider, the, yeah, played incredible in that World he Cup. He did scored a game-winning goal against against uh, Japan, one-nil victory. He was lights out, but he didn't win. He like didn't I win. said, popularity. He didn't even contest. finish top three. Nope. He didn't finish top three. Messi won it that Xavi year. Xavi and Iniesta. Wait, who was it? Messi who won it that year? Messi won in twenty ten, and then it was Iniesta and Xavi, which I can. I'm full. I'm on board with Iniesta and Xavi being on the top three because they were on the World Cup winning squad. They had great years at at Barcelona, and Messi. Yeah, he had great. He had a great year at Barcelona. But how can you ignore Wesley Schneider that accomplished so much? Yeah, man. I mean, I can't do anything but agree with you on on all of these things. Is it? And the thing is, is like this is. Modric is literally like the like the reincarnation of of Schneider's year in 2010, but not as good. But it's not as good. But it's like he wins it, but Schneider didn't. Yeah, doesn't make any sense to me. It, it makes you wonder what and people th- th- were this, looking at when they were voting. Aggra- this aggravated me because Messi was awarded it, and he had a phenomenal year, great yeah. numbers. Okay, but Modric, uh, um, uh, Schneider. He he won the treble, being the best player on Inter Milan, being the arguably the best player or the best player in that tournament for the Netherlands. Yeah, where Modric wasn't the best player in the UCL for Real Madrid, wasn't the best player in La Liga for for Real Madrid, was right. the best player uh, for Croatia. For Croatia, mm-hmm. we'll never forget what Modric did in this World Cup, and it is legendary. But then again, it is only seven games. Yeah. That don't def- they don't necessarily define a whole year, right? That uh, it's I don't seven like, games I don't like when a lot of fifty. Come on, but it, I mean right. it's the 55. World Cup. I don't like when a lot of people do that. I mean I understand the importance of the World Cup, and it only comes around for you know, once, once every, every four, four years. years. If you ask, but me, you the, can't the, you can't base a, a player's you can't judge an entire performance a player's entire performance just based right. off the World Agreed. Cup. Agreed. Agreed. If you ask me, it's harder to win the Champions League than it is the World Cup. And the competition is I could, far greater. I could agree with that. The football yeah. is definitely better. Is it the most prestigious? And, no, because the World Cup is like it's every four years. You're playing for your country. Doesn't right. happen as often. But but is the competition, I the competition h- higher? I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. I would say is the competition's higher. higher yeah. Not only that, but the the competition's higher, and you have to go through a lot more competition. To yeah. get to the end, you have like, to, mean, you meaning have the Champions qualify. League is so yeah. long. You know what I mean? You yeah, play so many games. There's, there's, 
both uh, there's first and second leg when you get to the knockout stages and stuff like that. So it's a it's a longer path and it's a harder path, but the World Cup is definitely more prestigious because it only comes around once every four years. Yeah, yeah. I, you you ask any footballer on this planet, like, what would they rather win, the Champions League or the World Cup? They're gonna say the World, the World Cup. Cup. But yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. But like I said, it's it's a popularity contest. Luka Modric if, won it. If what more can was, you say? Uh, so we keep we keep bringing this up, and it's frustrating. But if there was ever a year for someone to break the the Messi Ronaldo streak, um, it it should have been in 2010 with with Wesley Schneider when it yeah. wasn't even really a streak. Um, Right, it w- really wasn't a streak, it, but... 2008, Ronaldo won his first. Messi yeah. in 2009 won his first. And then 2010, you know, it wasn't even a streak at the time. No, it wasn't a streak, you're right. It just makes me wonder what... People will say that that was... 2008 was the start was of the start. Yeah, it was definitely the start. Right, right, right. But yeah. it makes me wonder what... Now, what, what do players need to do to actually win this award? Because, it, I mean, I, apparently it doesn't matter... Because they voted, they voted for Modric. So, what does it what does it matter? They just they voted, they voted for Modric, who just who won a UCL and made it to a, cha- uh, a World Cup final. Why does Canada get a vote? I'm just looking at this right now. Everyone gets a everyone vote. gets a vote. <laughs> Neil Davidson, the Canadian president. If anyone is listening to us out in Canada, no offense. Canada in just feels so irre- irrelevant when it comes to soccer. And yeah, Toronto men's, yeah. FC's been really Toronto good. Toronto FC's been good, really good. The MLS, but then again, it's MLS. But that's it. But it's, yeah. yeah. So we we keep coming back to that. It's getting did, better, but it's not there yet. Did you see what what um, the host? Oh, what a what, a, what asked a um, asked the female Ballon d'Or winner? Mm, no, I did not catch that. Ada Hegerberg, who was a is I should say a forward for Olympic Lyonnais in France had a great year she won the women's champions league and they won the french cup and all that stuff she gets up to receive her award you know is holding the ballon d'or mm-hmm. and this guy the the host martin solveig her, Mar- martin solveig thank you rui is like can you twerk for us like oh, point Jesus blank Christ. televised live everyone's seeing this like come on and she's like no no, no, That's, and she walks off. Way to really ruin the moment. That's why I'm saying how embarrassing. This, like, gross. what goes on in your in in your head, right? Makes you think that's okay. To make you think that that is actually okay to ask her that. She just won an award. For ruin football, the moment, and then for me. it's just like, what? Like, what made you think of that? Right. You had one too many glasses of prosecco. Uh, probably. <laughs> no, never that. <laughs> Never. That. Yeah, just, I, I I would never ask someone that question. No, that's that's pathetic. Coming from someone who has had way one too many glasses of prosecco on many occasions. Yeah, and he still <laughs> wouldn't ask her that question. Exactly. That's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, right, well, right, right. I love, I love my prosecco. Sorry, me too. I love it. But no, no. But that's 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 ridiculous. Not cool. And it it just it was not to mention another thing that was awful about this this whole shemenza, this whole foolishness. How Ronaldo didn't win the, the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Well, yeah. aside from that, was that <laughs> they actually, I think that you even... A year ago, Joe would have been, oh, Messi deserves a Ballon d'Or. Messi deserves a Ballon d'Or. Oh, he's wearing black and white now. Yeah. Oh, Ronaldo oh, quiet. deserves yeah, yeah, yeah. a... Quiet. I'm, I'm, I'm talking here. All right. Quiet. 
So I think that you you even helped point this out to me, Dylan, was that there was a journalist who got into the Ballon d'Or ceremony. Correct. Yep. And his newspaper had been closed for six years, several years, I'll say. And he still got a chance to vote for Ballon d'Or. <laughs> so like, what? what's Good going joke. on? What is going? I don't understand. That's why I, I really do not uh, like these. Awards. The writer was, f- oh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm not even gonna try to try to do that. Uh, it's from country Comoros, uh, country in East Africa, little I'm island. Not not familiar. Uh, sorry, yeah, I got to be honest with you. I'm not familiar with it. But yeah, they let him in, and he got a vote. So uh, I mean, not that that one vote would have made it. No, difference. no, but it it, it, it makes still a huge like difference, I, I I still don't understand. He actually, what... so he voted. Uh, Mbappe, Modric, Ronaldo, Hazard, and Salah. So he didn't even put. <laughs> he didn't put Messi <laughs> in his. Oh my he didn't even god! Put Messi. He didn't even put Messi in the top five. That's what I'm saying. My, this is garbage. My Canadian friend. My Canadian friend did have Neil Davidson again over at the Canadian Press. I like his his top five. He did put Messi in one. Ronaldo, two. Modric. Three Messi, four Salah, okay. five. I can agree yeah, with okay. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That, that's that's. I can okay. get behind. I apologize, Canada, for what I said earlier. <laughs> no, Canada gets gets a thumbs Neil up. Neil Davidson yeah. from the Canadian press, you get a thumbs up from me. We like Canada. I put Messi in front of Modric, but yeah, no, I can totally get behind that. But like I said, the, that's why I really don't like these awards because it's just maybe. A, a, I saw a poll come out that seventy-two percent of the fans did not approve of the of. The Blondo the War Awards, right? Because every, because fans can see past the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Whether I mean whether this is a, this is it's a clear and obvious conspiracy theory. Like Far doesn't have to review this. No. This yeah. is garbage. Right. Yeah. Like Ronaldo and Messi. Thing. I mean, Ronaldo finished second, but like, the, doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Just and look by at the that, numbers. By know? that, I'm I'm meaning Messi, Ronaldo. These two definitely deserve to be in the top three. And you know what's funny too? Okay, this is supposed to be for the entire year. Okay, mm-hmm. the whole 2018, the last 18 games Luka Modric so, has played in. Just to clarify, yep. for for myself and for anyone listening, the Ballon d'Or is just for 2018. 2018. So it does not cover no the first half it's of not last 17 season. and 18. It's okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. And the last 18 games, Luka Modric, what's been going on? Because... I could tell you that. He's only had... Yeah, it's been a train wreck. And Real Madrid's season's been a train wreck. And we've already mentioned this. Not a good season at all. Luka Modric in his last 18 games only has three assists. Zero goals. Zero man-of-the-match performances. With a match rating of seven point six eight, which isn't really that bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's, it's not, not bad. But there's nothing. Ballon d'Or. There's material. nothing right. worthy. That, like, there's nothing worthy of Ballon d'Or. There's nothing right. that's. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing that stands out. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we've harped upon fifty five appearances, three goals, ten assists, and only one trophy. And that's not including his golden ball trophy right. or golden player. Yeah. The- yeah, uh, from the World Cup. So he's got a Champions League, and then the Player of the Tournament in the World Cup, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal award to receive. Yeah, I mean, his only three goals came against Deportivo, 
came against Nigeria, which was a penalty kick, and then against Argentina. Yeah. That's all he had this year. And I know he's just a, he's just a center midfielder. He's not a goal scorer. Like the those fancy stats don't stick out, but come on. Yeah, I feel like we've harped upon this enough. Like we was, we we know <clears throat> was, we feel Modric is undeserving, but yeah. I mean, I I feel like any other any other year Modric would win this without a problem, but because because he fell in the era, he's in the era with Ronaldo and Messi, which is such a unique era. Because I, you know, we can all agree on this, and many people can agree on this that if Ronaldo and Messi were in two different eras, they'd each have ten Ballon d'Ors. Yeah, yeah. And it's unfortunate it's for those that aren't Ronaldo and Messi because they're not going to get their shot. And Modric, unfortunately, he is Ballon d'Or material. But it's not enough against those two. It's yeah. just not enough. Who, who put up consistent numbers. Year in, year out. Barcelona, this is all we've heard about. Barcelona, Real Madrid. Barcelona, Real Madrid. They're, these have these have been the two most talked about teams in the last 10 years. Yeah. Who's won the most Champions Leagues per country in the last 10 years? Spain. Spain. And who are the two teams? Barcelona and Real Madrid. And who are the two main uh, main guys? Ronaldo and Messi. Ronaldo and Messi. It's yeah. so unique, this era. We've definitely... I feel like we've definitely... And, and look at who's the favorite to win the Champions League this year. I think the top two teams right now to win the Champions League, Juventus. Juventus and Man City. Third? Barcelona. I'd, I'd say Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's fair. Yeah, they're still in there. They're probably a notch below. But you know what? Man City is having a better year than Barcelona. They probably have a more talented squad than Barcelona. I take Barcelona over Man City when it comes to the Champions League. In the Champions League, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because uh, like uh, Tottenham is the history of uh, Tottenham. Uh, history of Tottenham. But uh, Man City is the history of uh, Man City. I don't like Chiellini, but that that interview is freaking That's gold. classic. <laughs> it's gold. It's what? hilarious. Oh, I would. I agree with you. But no, you can. But you can take that. Barcelona. I know. I, I would take if, Barcelona. If I'm putting my money down, Barcelona, Barcelona all day. Absolutely. Man City is seriously scary. They are. Yeah. They are. Like, I don't know. Any, just watch but them play. Just watch them play any they weekend. They have a Champions League winning coach. No, no, no. I completely agree with you. I'd absolutely take Barcelona in, in a head-to-head match in the Champions League. But... Man City, just uh, just watch oh, them play. So good, they are just very watch good, them play. but they're not so unbeatable. dominant. They're not the way, the way that they maybe there's something that we the way that they move the ball though, oh. and it's it's not just me. Actually, we've talked about this before. Tiki Taka and the EPL, that's sick. I've never so seen it's, anything it's like that. So it's not just like, um, it's not like Barcelona. When when you watch Barcelona play, when they have possession, it's almost like it. For lack of a better way of putting it, it almost seems like fake possession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, like right. there's the the passes that they make, they're all not they're not necessary. A lot of them aren't necessary. But when you watch Man City play this year, incredible. They have those possession numbers and they're working the ball around and like each pass has a purpose. You know what I mean? It's like meaningful possession. Yep. So, and another sick thing too, it's when we're talking about like teams like Spain and Barcelona, especially Spain in 2010, I believe they only scored like seven goals. They just controlled the game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's what they do. Their defense was possession, right? Right. They didn't score a lot. 
it was a lot of one nothing, one nil games that they yeah. won. But this Man City team, it's just they're Spain 2010, but they're just pouring in goals. Yeah, but I, here's the thing though: is that they're not unbeatable. They are beatable. I feel like they they don't have yeah, that definitely. air of invincibility that Barcelona had back in the day. They're they haven't def- lost yet this year. Uh, you sure? Oh, in the Champions League, yeah, they lost. Yeah, so they technically have lost this year. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll give it to the you. The same they, way that Juve lost this year. Right. They lost, but it, it, I guess it, in the grand scheme of things, it won't count but, for much. But. but but look, but look at this already. In only fifteen games, they have forty-five goals in the EPL. Oh yeah, they're scoring by yeah. It, I can't disagree. And they only with let them. up seven. Yeah, which is still good. Very good. good. <laughs> Forty-five to seven in the in the PL. It's incredible. Or just is that like competition wide? It's in the EPL. Yeah, that's still really good. That's incredible. Yeah, that's that's not just really good. That, that's, that's better that's than amazing. really good. This is this is Spain two thousand and ten that just scores goals, and their cross city <clears throat> rivals are really. Yeah, struggling. that's a really struggling. Negative can we, one. Can we talk about that for like a split second? Negative one and goal differential. No, we're not going to talk about that. We Why? Because we, we're kind of running out of time, okay. and we're uh. trying to focus this one episode. Is we were just going to talk about the Ballon d'Or. Damn it! All right, um, all right, man. So, quick exercise I would like to do before we before we close this one out. Oh, we're wait, um, we're doing exercises exercise. now. Are we like no, what, Joe? We no. Are we not, in school? Not, not those type of exercises. Um. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Uh-oh. So, let's say Messi and Ronaldo retired after this season. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, who do you think would have, would would be winning the most Ballon d'Ors moving forward? Oh, boy. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So, like, I guess if another person or another two players had to start a new streak... You know, for the next like five, five, ten years, Mm. who do you think? I guess would be the two best players moving forward if Ronaldo and Messi were to retire after this season. That's hard. Mbappe. I was gonna say Mbappe too. Mbappe. Would we? Would you? Would we really give Mbappe like a nineteen-year-old the Ballon d'Or? Hey, I mentioned, I mentioned before, Neymar would never win Ballon d'Or. I wouldn't give him Ballon d'Or ever. No, he's never gonna win it ever. Yeah, I do remember him saying that. No, I remember. I remember him saying that. He says it, he tells me it every day. He's like, he texts me every day. He's like, Neymar will never win the Ballon. No, he's not. And I said after this year, Mbappe is going to be the guy at PSG, and Neymar better start looking for a new home. He better go to Real Madrid or back to Barcelona because he's not going to make a name for himself at, at PSG anymore. You really think he'd crawl back to Barcelona? Be like, oh, please forgive me. It was a mistake. There's only a couple of teams that can afford that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I guess I guess right, I so would go Mbappe, with Mbappe. Mbappe from Rui. You um, say Mbappe. Mbappe I'm saying Joe. I'm, I'm saying Mbappe too. I mean, I honestly can't think of someone who maybe Jordan Sancho. One <laughs> no, day. no, he's one day, one day. No, he's, I would, I would say the the two players that came to mind for me. Um, Joe, I know you're gonna like this one, but Mbappe would definitely be number one in mm-hmm. my mind. And I don't this ne- next player. I, I don't know would if he would compete year in and year out like Mbappe might do. Um, but I think uh, I think DiBala would have a good shot at winning a Ballon d'Or or two somewhere in his career. I think that that's fair. 
In no. his career? No. In the future, for sure. Yeah. I know one if, guy. But if if it those just came to my mind, if they if Ronaldo and Messi hypothetically retired, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. For me, me personally, yep. Alessio Romano. Oh my god. <sighs> what? No. What is on that? that note. Yeah. Oh, you can't end the show like this now. Come on. on that note. As usual, if <sighs> you guys if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, Twitter is RCR underscore podcast. Yeah, that's right. Instagram is at Red Card Report, all one word. And I believe Facebook is just Facebook.com slash Red Card Report. Yeah. Or you can just search us Red Card Report Podcast. Correct. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Give us a like. Give us a follow. All right. One quick note, Joe. Thanks for being there today, man. Appreciate Woo. it. Yeah, you're welcome. Because we're getting that much closer to third place. <laughs>